0: Hello and welcome to episode 61 of the Pen Addict Podcast on 5 by 5 a weekly show where we discuss pens, paper, and the analog tools that we love so dearly. And I'm going to introduce my friend, who's quite simply the master at what he does. No jokes this week, Brad Dowdy.
1: All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I, uh, you know, master of my domain. We'll, we'll, we'll go with that.
0: You can take that. <laughs>
1: And we have a uh, we have a special guest uh, joining us again today. We've got back to back interviews with back to back Dan's. Uh, I'd like to welcome Dan Bishop from Kara's Customs. How's it going, Dan?
0: Pretty good. Glad to be back. Yeah, welcome back yeah. to the show, buddy.
1: Yeah, we've. We're, I think we're uh, setting the um, the podcast record for most amount of Dan's uh, appearances on our on our, on the show.
2: Yeah, welcome to Danland. I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, good. We're glad to have you. You got a, uh, you got a big, big new Kickstarter project. We wanted to get you on and talk about. And we, I think the last time we had you on, we alluded to, um, you know, some of the things that have, uh, have come to fruition now. But um, bef- before we get into the retract, which is the awesome new retractable pin that you guys have created at Karis Customs, let's. Uh, we got a couple of couple of follow-up topics uh that mike and i need to get into and then we'll then we'll jump into it how's that sound sounds good to me all right so mike uh you finally you know about a month ago or so we were talking about the the retro 51 vintage surf and you know how we would all uh several of us had gotten into a bunch of listeners you know myself had gotten one and um and you had ordered one as well, but uh, you had a you had a little uh, issue getting yours in in hand. I want you to, you want to relive that story. I
0: know you do. <sighs> <laughs> 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 so, you know, the, a running uh, gag on the show, I think, has it, been my issues with the customs office here, um, and I don't i honestly don't really know what it is that triggers an item at customs you know i've some some people say that it's due to the amount some people say it depends on what is written on the actual packaging i've had th- things from the same company same shipping methods some get picked some don't i don't really know what the you know i don't really know what the, the magic is or not but uh, i the uh, retro 51 surf and the uh, ace oh yeah got caught in customs um much to my upset and i uh basically uh created a siege <laughs> on the customs office here <laughs> um and finally i have received the uh, retro 51 so it's called the vintage surf isn't it yeah. yeah,
1: vintage surf, vintage surf. So, what do you what do you think now that you find you finally sprung it with the, you know, um, way more <laughs> way more money than you had anticipated to get the to get this pin in your hands. So, yep. what do you what do you think about it? I don't know if you're jaded now that you it was such a hassle to get.
0: See, it does it does like overshadow the experience a little bit. Like this was so expensive. Like, so w- what did we work out? It came to about. Um, like- 80 was around around
1: 80 dollars
0: to get to get it all in total i to get both pens cost me about 120 dollars
1: golly
0: um somewhere between 100 and 120 and everybody knows my love for for this brand Mm -hmm. but they don't make pens that are that expensive yeah right that's
1: that's why that's why we like them so much right i mean that's kind of the point
0: i paid 50 bucks a pop for these which is like two to three times the price of them (laughs) but you know i mean there is no denying that that the the retro 51 so if you haven't reviewed this yet have you i haven't i haven't
1: i uh, you know the the more i I work on like my top five list the more i realize how many pins i have not reviewed so yeah i need to get a review done on that too
0: i mean it's 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 as beautiful as i expected like Mm. you know there's no way to to doubt that. Like, wh- I was wondering before I before I received it if it was going to be like a sticker, but or, or whatever. But this is actual made of wood, mm-hmm. you know. And and I mean, it's not entirely wood, uh, right? But there's you know there's another wooden version, the bamboo edition, uh, which I really love as well. And um, yeah, I'm I'm really really happy with it. Um, what quite a nice touch on these is they're numbered. They're all individually numbered. Yeah. So yeah, so I've a, got number ninety one etched into the top of mine. Nice. And they made a hundred, nice. right? Five hundred. Five hundred. Five
2: hundred. Yeah. So.
1: so Dan Dan, you actually, you know, um uh, being the, the machine pin master, you actually have one of these as well.
2: Right, and it's number sixty six. Nice number.
1: Yeah, that's real good. Yeah, mine's up in the three three something. Mine's just some like random like three sixty eight or three forty nine, something like that. Yeah, I like y'all's numbers better. <laughs> Yeah. I so, what, what, what do you think about a pen like this, Dan? That's it's it's a little bit different than you know what you're what you're manufacturing or what you've been using there.
2: Um, it's it's pretty fantastic. In fact, uh, you know, Mike Mike the dude Dudek and I yep. went to because he's local. We went to uh, our local uh, pen shop, Scottsdale Pen, and the, he had one. And I had planned on picking one up a uh, any retro fifty one, but he had one of the serfs. And we both kind of looked at each other, and I saw that it was number 66, and I have a 1966 Volkswagen Beetle that I drive. So I had to uh, have it. Yeah, that was fate. It was fate. <laughs> no, but it's, it's really nice. Um, uh, I didn't know what to expect because I'd, I'd never had a Retro 51 before, but the, the walnut on the pen is, is really, really nice. And uh, the, the refill that they use is, is, is beautiful, and I'm, I'm really happy with it.
1: Yeah, I think I think I'm not. I don't have as many or as, uh, as huge a variety as Mike does, but um, I think this is easily easily my favorite one so far. Um, it's it's extremely well done. And it's 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 just cool. It's just a cool pen, and um, they they did a good job on that. So,
0: yeah, well, I, cool. I I really like the styling of it. I mean, it's it's a really classy pen. I I, I think it's very it, it's it's beautiful in its own way. Like I really like the um. The, they they have a top on each of the pens so on the top they have like a little circular disc and usually they're plastic and they they have a color underneath but on this one they it's all um, i assume it's aluminum um or aluminum as i would typically say um mm-hmm. some, some metal I, I actually don't know what the metal is but it's it, the metal there's like a metal disc in, instead of a plastic disc which i thought was a really nice touch as well it's got a real great weight to it because the 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 metal gives it a, a nice balance but the wood keeps it light.
2: Um, yeah exactly,
0: as opposed well, to the other ones, which are slightly heavier
2: what now what this was my first retro fifty one and I was excited because I was hoping it would come in one of the aluminum tubes, but it came in one of the cardboard tubes, yeah,
0: I prefer the cardboard tube, and I think that this is new packaging because the ace came in a cardboard tube as well,
1: yeah, I, mean, I think uh, they've switched up a bunch of the packaging. I think Mary Collis was talking about that um mm-hmm. when she she ordered something else recently. And it didn't come. Yeah, I think she was disappointed. It didn't come in the aluminum package, or someone someone was. And I think they're just. I think they're switching up the packaging nowadays. Or it might have been Anna from uh, Well Appointed Desk. What someone was, uh, you know, looking forward to. You know, the the cool tube and the pop sound that it <laughs> makes. And yeah, but the last snapper I bought and the retro 51 surf i bought both came yeah and the cardboard tube which is fine i mean i don't have a super problem with that i mean they they're still keeping the same you know the retro styled branding but yeah it doesn't come in those cool aluminum tubes anymore but i, I bet like, you could still find some
0: i like how they they have the foam in though so when mm-hmm. you take the top off it's just like presented there um, and that wasn't the case before. I mean, they were kind of in like a uh, like a felt sleeve, which was just inside the the allen, like the the, uh, the metal tube. I, I think. I mean, naturally, I have too many of those tubes, so <laughs> I was happy to have some new packaging.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's basically like if you if you pop the cardboard tube now, it's almost like a stand. It's almost like a pin, individual pin stand. It stands up vertically yeah, in right. the bottom bottom foam section and just kind of kind of stands up, and you could display it like that if you were so inclined. But yeah, cool. Well, what else? What else you got going on, Mister Hurley? I know you, uh, we talked recently about uh, you wanted to make some some changes to your to your field notes repertoire.
2: So, what do, you, what do you got going on
0: for the last week? Um, I've been carrying um, a Field Notes Dark Sky and the Space Pen around with me um, on a daily basis, um, mm-hmm. and I've kind of I've filled up a good chunk of, of a book already. Like, but I have found that what I'm putting in here is exactly the type of thing that I feel should be going in um, a Field Notes book. So, like, I've got um, I've written down um, some definitions for success. I'm literally going through what this is now. Yeah. What right, I've got in here. I've got a little drawing that I did. Um, just random doodling. Um, an outline of a blog post. Um, a new business idea. Some notes for a business idea I'm thinking about. Um, a to-do list for that business idea. Um, notes from a telephone call that I made. Um, the network, n- the monthly network download numbers um, for me to track our sponsorships with. Um, some technical stuff about recording because I need to try and change some of our recording stuff some uh, purchase order numbers for work um, and and a wireframe of an email Um, and basically I've also got my Wi-Fi password in here because I had to restore my phone (laughs) (laughs) that's right (laughs) and this feels like i have finally using a field notes for what it's kind of intended to they have a great like motto um, like a slogan and I'll probably butcher this but it's I'm not writing it down to remember it later I'm writing it down to remember it now mm-hmm. um, and that always spoke to me because I've I take notes a lot um, especially for work but I, I very rarely refer back to the notes because I find that if I write something down I'm more inclined to remember it or it, it just helps me um, to think about things in a deeper way if I'm able to take notes at the same time Um so the types of things that I'm taking notes in field notes for, are most of the time, you know, things that I don't need to keep forever. But I'm enjoying having it in my pocket. And carrying around a book, it, it gives a book a totally different character. Like, the corner's afraid. Like, it's battered, um, you know, because I'm just taking it in and out of my pocket all day. Um, and it's just going around with me. And I'm finding that, like the warmth of it being there as well is like sort of just softening the book it's very strange mm-hmm. um but you know none of my field notes have looked like this before they've always been pristine because mm-hmm. they've <laughs> either been in the box or they've been on my desk have right. but now i'm i'm and i think that the space pen is the right choice in all honesty so it's very yeah, simple, good. it's very light, and it's very small, and, and I actually don't even notice it being in my pocket. So where I appreciate all of the suggestions that people were sending in, and we've got a bunch of them, I didn't actually find that any were really um, what I was looking for. So like, they either didn't come with um, uh, like clips, or there wasn't easily easily like viable clips and edible clips onto them, or they were like too long. Um, or too wide, and it n- none of them really seem to fit the purpose like the space pen does. In all honesty, so I'm really enjoying it, and I'm I'm pleased because I'm you know I have a lot of notebooks here, um, so I should start using them.
1: Yeah, and I, it, from what it sounds like the the contents are and what you're using it for, that's exactly what it should be used for. And that sounds, I mean, almost verbatim of like what's in what's in mind, and you know, just carrying it around, like you said, it it re- it makes it more personal, you know, in the in the 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 carry of it, you know, just the wear and, and and you know how the 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 patina on the notebook, and then the the contents are more personal when you you were carrying it around, you know, more frequently getting those you know ideas at the time you have the ideas and 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 putting them down and just um, like,
0: you know there are some, keeping track of it. You know, there are some notes that I still take on my phone because I feel that they're best there. Um, mm-hmm. Like I'm, you know, I'm thinking about um. Writing something about how to take good interviews, Mm -hmm. like an interview one hundred and one, right? And I don't really know where I put it, but you know, I I feel like I've amassed some knowledge now. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's on my phone because that's like a just—it just just seems like the right place for it. And I have like people I want to interview on on command space, Um, stuff like so. I there are some things that I feel need that are longer term. Um, because like when that field notes book's done, anything that's in that book won't be with me every day mm-hmm. anymore. And that they're the sort of things that I want to have around all the time in their, you know, in their, their original form. Right.
1: Doesn't yeah, make- a lot of my stuff goes in the field notes first, and then and then some of the things like you're talking about um, that I need some more permanence. I'll I'll transfer you know digitally in my phone or, or somewhere else.
0: Yeah. So like one thing that I've been doing. Um, so sometimes I, you know, I, I will take like some of the businessy stuff I've got in there. I will take out and I will write that into something um, at some point. But like with some stuff, I just take a picture of the note.
1: Yeah, I've done that too. I've done so that like, too for sure.
0: I needed those numbers, the num like the, the download numbers to put into the spreadsheet that I keep. Um, so I just took a picture of it, so I wouldn't in case I lost it or whatever.
1: Yeah. Dan, do you do you carry any paper around with you like if you're in the shop or going home or going or going out? Do you do you carry anything? You are you a uh, as as uh, <laughs> as crazy as us?
2: <laughs> um yes and no. At the shop uh com- coming from um school and stuff, we did a lot of sketching and and note writing on loose paper, just blank like co- copy paper. So, at at work, my desk is in a an in assorted pile of that some of it's folded in half for convenience sake, but I have a a moleskin and a uh oh I can't remember the name of it it's a spiral bound uh, sketchbook that i carry i don't I don't care any lined um, notebooks mm-hmm. because most of the time uh, I'll be doodling or if I do write i I don't feel like I need the lines so Um, but the field notes, I have a few of them and, uh, I feel very constrained to write within the the height of the grid in the one that I have. (laughs) Uh, And so it's great for, I have a a list for my Volkswagen actually of stuff that I want to fix or repair or maintain on it. And, um, it works great for that because I can take a, you know, like a high tech C or something and I can write out very, very small and, and very neat and then check things off the list, which makes me feel good. But, uh, otherwise I, I just carry uh, 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 some type of sketchbook usually.
1: Okay, that's cool. Cool. Well, um, I think uh, I think when it's time for us to get into the, the retract and the everything around that, do you want to um, do you want to do our sponsor first, Mike, or you want to go into the retract?
0: No, let's let's. This is a nice um, break point.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, let's do that, and then we'll uh, we'll get down to brass tacks.
0: So I'll take a quick moment to thank squarespace.com who give you everything that you need to make an amazing website. Squarespace is a fully hosted, completely managed environment that allows you to create, maintain, build a beautiful website, blog, portfolio. Even maybe you want to build a site for your business, create an online store, you can do that with Squarespace too. With Squarespace, you get some fantastic features like beautiful themes. A drag and drop page building system allows you to create custom layouts for your pages in seconds. They have great structure. They have perfectly clean code. It's all optimized for SEO. So, whatever you say is going to show up as high as it possibly can in Google, which is very important for people finding your site. And they have everything integrated design, domains, hosting, support. You can get it all in one bundle. And that's why I love Squarespace, because everything that I need is just with this one company. And that's great for me. They have statistics, real time analytics that are built right into Squarespace. They have iOS and Android apps that allow you to see these and manage and post to your site on the go. They have Squarespace Commerce, which allows you to add a fully integrated store into your website. Start accepting payments instantly. You can manage your inventory, you can sell physical or digital goods, process your customer orders, print packing slips, and much, much more, all within one interface. When you sign up for one of their annual plans at Squarespace, you're going to get a free custom domain name as well, so you really can just go to one place and get the whole thing that you need to start a website. Squarespace plans start at $10 a month for their standard plan and $20 a month for their unlimited plan if you sign up for a year not only will you get the custom domain name you'll get 20% off sign up for two you'll get the domain name and 25% off those monthly prices go to squarespace.com to sign up for a free trial and to help support the show Squarespace have been awesome in supporting us for such a long time and if you enjoy the show you should go and check them out maybe you need a site you have a family member or a friend that needs a website Squarespace can help them out and Brad we have a new offer code for the show All right. That's right. It's a new month. But it's a brand new code. Oh, cool. (laughs) Tallyho7. So that's T-A-L-L-Y-H-O-7, and I feel like I should do it properly and give you Tallyho7. Tallyho. That's awesome.
1: I like that. That's perfect.
0: So go check out Squarespace. Everything you need to make an amazing website. All
1: right. Thank you, Squarespace. All right, uh, Dan, for those who are new to the show, since... You know, I guess it's been several months since we've talked to you before, and now we're on five by five, and our listenership's growing, and things like that. So let's let's um, why don't you talk a little bit about you, what you do, um, what Karis Custom does. Just kind of give kind of give the listeners a little bit of background on um, you know everything that you guys are doing and ha- kind of how these projects came to be, if you don't
2: mind. Sure, um, uh, like I mentioned previously, uh, I- I'm a designer. I started working uh, at a machine shop out of curiosity slash necessity Um, when I became unemployed and one thing led to another and I kept throwing ideas at the the owner and uh, now I pretty much just design stuff for us and for customers. So I'm doing what I was trained to do, but with a little twist, I basically make stuff out of metal at the (laughs) shops so we do everything uh we started out with some some iphone cases and we've been on a run of pens because people seem to really really like them actually um to the point where we're we're talking about you know if that's going to be what we're known known for primarily in the marketplace rather than anything else we do so that's about it i don't don't know yeah
1: it's the this whole pin this whole pin aspect and we've we've talked about it before and we've talked about you know the the owner uh bill carris that you know this is just does it still seem odd to this day because this is this is the third pin project you guys done the first one was the render k right um which was it's still my still my favorite um you know it fit the height it was basically it was generally based around the high tech C refill, although there's, there's, right. you know, you can get other refills in there, but it's, it's really, you know, it was made around that originally. Um, and that did extremely well. Um, I mean, I think probably, you know, exceeded any expectations you guys have and, uh, yeah. would, not to, not to put words in your mouth, but I, I imagine it was kind of a shock to you guys.
2: <laughs> no, it was, uh, our original goal. Cause on Kickstarter, you set a goal, uh, mm-hmm. In you know a time period, so we we had a goal of twenty five hundred dollars, and our time period was thirty days, and we we blew through that twenty five hundred in the first twenty four hours, and we were I I figured we were going to be at least you know fifteen to thirty thousand. Bill didn't tell me till later, but he said I figured we'd do like three grand or something, but it ended up it ended up at like sixty nine thousand, which it seems insane. Everyone's like, Oh man, you guys got rich off pens. But then the excitement wears off when you're, when you think, Oh wait, I need to make, I think it was like 1100 and some change. Like we had to make (laughs) 1100 pens. And so our little shops just churning out pens, you know, for, for weeks on end. And, um, it was fun. We got to take videos and pictures of the process and show everybody along the way. And, uh, it was interesting cuz when we came up with our second pen the bolt um you can comment if you on kickstarter they can comment and ask questions on the render k there was just tons and tons of questions and comments and then when we did the bolt it was like crickets it's just it's almost like they all went oh okay here, here cool they got another project here's my money and we'll just wait
0: <laughs> yeah i think i think people don't have the the buyer's fear when they when they see that you've done it before right you know, you you've, you they can look at your previous projects and they go, like, "Oh, this this guy made a pen before." Like I'm waiting on a um a Kickstarter reward um mm-hmm. of a pen that I backed a while ago by a British company. Um, and oh,
2: I know which one you're talking about.
0: It's called uh, "Make Your Mark," the pen with a twist by Joto.
2: Mm. Is that the one that's got the straight knurled end and chrome or uh, brass body? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful beautiful one. pen, great packaging too.
0: Yeah, but it it was like six months ago. So the funding yeah. period ended on January twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that they're getting ready to start shipping in a couple of weeks. But they were meant to ship months ago. But this is <laughs> because this is their first one. Well um and they had a very successful Kickstarter as well. They have five hundred and ninety eight right. of them.
2: It's well it's it's Kickstarter is interesting because Coming from uh, a design and, you know, now a manufacturing background, if I were to go work for a big company, um, stuff doesn't get produced as quickly as people expect it to on Kickstarter because they give their money up front. Mm-hmm. And if you overfund, it makes it even, you know, it delays the time, the timetable out even further. So when people, you know, they say, oh, man, you have all this you know, all this extra money or you have this project they they assume that it's just going to go go go. We have the luxury of making our own product, so if there's a problem or, you know, we can tweak it on our end. But if you're having somebody else manufacture it and there's a problem, oh, it's it becomes just an exponential nightmare for yeah. these these companies.
0: So that's been their problem, and and in in fairness, they have they have literally sent an e- one email a week the whole time. Like they've yes. been really really like um, they've just. Telling the whole story, and you can, you can. I think you. I know you can't view the, the the updates, can you? I think they're for Kickstarter backers only.
2: And that that confuses me because we we try to do all of them, unless it's something that's uh, like an exclusive, like a coupon code or something for our backers. We try to be really open about it, and some projects do that, and some don't. Um, and I think it would behoove them if they wanted to do a future project that outsiders can look and see them. And yeah. see that how open they are being. I think it would be good for them in the long run. I'm just curious at why they do, they have done that.
0: So they've got 32 updates in total. So they sent like an email a week, and the whole time they've been saying, "Right, this was what happened. This is mm-hmm. this, this went wrong, and then we went and did this, and then this went wrong." And, and so they've been really open with it. But it is, I mean, and, and you know, I have sympathy for them because you know they're they 're trying hard, and you know I know people like you guys that make this stuff, but you 're right, I think the difference is because you pay up front mm-hmm. if I paid when I received it, I think I would feel different, but I gave these guys like sixty pounds mm. um you know a hundred dollars or so uh at the end of January, and i haven't got anything yet, and again, you know I know obviously obviously it needs to be made but that's as you said. That's typically not how you do things, like in commerce as a as a consumer, and, right? And that gives um, and that must give for you, like bringing it back to you guys, that must put an additional level of pressure and stress on you when you're building <laughs> something like this. Yes, <laughs> it
2: it is because the way the Kickstarter model works, when your funding ends, they basically dump all the money minus the their take um, into your account, and then suddenly the weight of all those backers is all on your shoulders. Um, Kickstarter is just there to to basically host the, the the updates and stuff. You're locked out of your original uh, profile, or not profile, but like the project page. You can post updates, but that's it. And so, uh, Kickstarter is, I've seen, there's been some ugly things on it, but yeah, um, if you're successful, it's great. If you're bad, it's you're out there for the whole world to see, and it could be difficult if you didn't have a lot of planning done in the first place.
0: So now we come to the retract, mm-hmm. which is your most recent, uh, most recent project. It was on, it was put on Kickstarter, Kickstarter eight days ago, mm-hmm. with a goal of seven and a half thousand dollars. Yes. Now you knew you were going to meet that, right? <laughs> I'm going to say yeah. that, right? You you don't have to say anything, but any but um. You met your goal within an hour, right? Yes, and yeah. you are currently at fifty-seven thousand seven hundred and eighty-six dollars as at time of recording. Bloody congratulations to you! Thank you. That Thank is you incredible. Much. I was, I was when you, because you know, I knew that you guys were launching, um, and I had the page up, and I was just watching the money just pick up and I was like this is incredible went away for a couple of hours oh my god they are like $15,000 <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was like no. I was like uh I was hitting the search
1: bar like the morning. I the morning I knew it was going to be released. I was like refreshing. All right, is it live yet? Is it live yet? Because you know my schedule's weird, so I'm I'm like trying to go to bed, and I'm like, all right, come on, Dan, do this thing, so I can put in my pledge and get in on this and and whatever. And it's like, oh, it, it wasn't coming, so I finally just went to bed. Then I woke up, and it was already like blown through the roof, and you know, like all the early backers are gone and everything. I was like, wow, they, yeah, it 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 got off to a roaring
2: start. Yeah, it you. We always hoped. Well, here's we've had two other projects on Kickstarter that were not pen related, and they did, uh, put it mildly, horrible. <laughs> and it just seems that the, the Kickstarter crowd I mean, there's certain patterns, and, and pen seem to be one of those things that, um, granted, if it's just not completely terrible, it's gonna do fairly well. And we've been lucky enough to, um, have our third pen project now and as of probably the end of today we will have bypassed the the goal that we or the total that we did on the bolt mm-hmm. and within a week or so hope i mean if it continues the way it is we will surpass the render k this will be our hopefully our best project yet
0: i would be very surprised if that wasn't the case because what did the render k make uh 69 and you're at 57 and you've got 37 days left to go so unless everybody just stops now <laughs> let's not let's hope not so um, where yeah. does it come from where does where did all these backers come from well if, in
2: in my opinion they're residuals uh from the first two projects and maybe people that they know you know office buddies or whoever said hey this these guys have another project remember this cool pen and and it's it's the more mainstream of all of our pens so far. Everybody knows what a click pen is. Everybody's got a cheap big click or maybe even a Parker Jotter or something lying around. But not everyone wants a screw top pen. Not everybody wants a bolt action pen, but a click pen, people, people, it can identify with that. So it's the more user friendly, it's the most, I don't know, it's just the common guy can see that and go, hey, that's cool.
1: Yeah, and I, I think it's, I can, it's the most accessible out of, a, out of the three. I mean, it can reach the most right. people just from ease of use and, and familiarity and things like that.
2: Right, that's the word I was looking for, accessible. <laughs> no, but um, and here, here's the thing. Is with the bolt, um, uh, we made it so it would take the Parker-sized uh, refill. You know mm-hmm. the international G2. Now people would ask us about the specific refill, the Pilot G2, which isn't the same thing, obviously. But and so we designed this pen to kind of cater towards that because our first pen worked with the Pilot High Tech C, but also worked with the with the Parker. The second one worked with the Parker, but with you know a longer front barrel will work with the Pilot G2. This one, because the Pilot G2 uh, is the most sold pen in in I think in the United States, if not you know larger, we decided to go with that because the click pen is the most common type pen, and uh, the g two is the most common uh, refill in the United States. So th- that combination uh, I think, is what we 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 hoped would drive this campaign, and so far, I think it's worked pretty well
1: let's let's i want to talk about the uh the the mechanics of it because that's what we talked okay. about um you know the last time we had you on we talked about the challenges in making different types of pins and you know where you' you know where before say just taking the the render k essentially mm-hmm. that's a that's a simple barrel i mean you just have to you know make the dimensions to to fit the refill but it's just a standard standard barrel conical type tip and you know threaded cap well this mm-hmm. has a lot more this has a lot more mechanics going on to it even compared to the bolt which is just basically I don't know how you would describe the me- the mechanism but it's just it's almost just like a push it's like a push and twist pin there's not a lot lot right. of extra stuff going on now with a with a retractable that's you know that Always, always thought that was like the hugest challenge, just because of the additional moving parts and the, you know, putting putting that all together to work right. It, it, it's got to be a, a, a pretty big challenge. How did y'all? How did y'all get around all that and, and come up with this design?
2: Well, the bolt kind of arose out of uh, we wanted something that was like a click bin, because I knew about this this mechanism before and I'm not going to reveal our sources but it's a German company and if someone looks hard enough they can find it but uh, they were turned out to be notoriously difficult to get a hold of Uh, we tried to contact them and their emails or their contact page was broken and it was all in German and um, so we originally went with the Bolt to kind of appease that market and when we finally were able to get a hold of somebody, we got our hands on this mechanism and we immediately knew that it was just fantastic. Like you said, it's it's mechanical, but it's not like a standard click pen. It doesn't make any real clicking noises as you depress it. It has a, a machined uh, track and uses a ball bearing to follow a groove inside of it so that it it's, I don't know it's bizarre when you put the spring tension on it 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 follows that track and gives you the the depressed and and um an undepressed uh, position on the on the knock so it's really simple, but you take it apart and you look at it and it's very well made it's nickel plated brass has a nice waist weight to it and I don't think it'll ever wear out
1: that's fantastic i i i think it <laughs> The most amazing part to me and i mean it's not a shock coming from you guys it looks fantastic like i didn't you know i was worried about it being like overly complex or you know just really you know not i don't know not fitting the aesthetic right but this is just completely spot on i mean it looks it looks beautiful i mean mike mike you've got one you've got one in your hands
0: right you spoiled the surprise. Uh, no, I was good. I, <laughs>
1: busted! Busted! Well, let's.
0: Yeah, let's I hear
2: about I it. sent I, I I sent it to Mike. I'm going to interrupt it real quick, but I sent one to to Mike because I knew he'd come over to to uh, San Francisco, and I knew the troubles he was having with his his uh, custom stuff. And so, as soon as I found out he was going to be in the U.S., I found out immediately where he was going, and I he was the first person outside of our shop to own one. of to have one in his hands.
0: I didn't but know who, that.
2: Oh, he wait, did. no, I lied. I lied. Mike Dudek beat you because he, he like, literally is down the street. So. Yeah, he or will you were, win. Yeah, you were the first person outside of the circle of trust, uh, <laughs> as my boss puts it, to, to have one.
0: So uh, my favourite thing um, about this pen is... The way that you took the design the the beauty of the render k um and have made something new out of it because like if you took the top mechanism off it w- it looks very much like a slimmer render k right because you've mm-hmm. got it's called knurling knurling yeah, you've yeah. got like the knurling which is like that that pattern which is around the top, and then the real heavy duty clip with the two like rivets are they would you, what are they rivets what are they?
2: They're just uh,
0: socket head bolts. There you go. But the two bolts in them. Um, and I have the aluminium version, um, pronounced correctly, of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, as soon as I took this thing out of the packet, I was like, oh, my, look what <laughs> they've done. And uh, my buddy, Stephen Hackett, who was showing a room, he was like, Stephen, look at this. <laughs> and he was like, that looks nice. <laughs> and... uh You've created a great product. I mean, it's it weighted really well, uh, which is something that's very important to me. Um, it's not too large. I mean, the bolt was a bit too large for me, um, mm-hmm. and but it's the bolt for me is more like a piece. You know, it's like a thing to own, um, as opposed to something that I would want to use every day because the mechanism is really interesting and different. Um, but this is a pen that I'm able to use like a lot and i have been using it a lot at home um i've been it's the pen that i've been reaching for quite frequently out of the the pen um holder that that the dude made us and um <laughs> what i really like and, and obviously this is something that's so difficult to explain and you guys kind of mentioned it and you showed it in your great kickstarter video which people need to need oh my to gosh, see yeah
1: we haven't mentioned that y'all got y'all if you don't even if you don't back it and i, I know you will once you see it just go watch the video it is, it's killer y'all did an awesome job
2: yeah, that, the video was actually uh, made, uh, written, and, and directed by the, the my boss's brother-in-law. His name's Wes, Wes Ford. And um, he helped us put that together, and it turned out awesome. He's the guy that uh, tears off to the... Oh, I won't ruin that part. He's the he's the runner. We'll put it that
0: <laughs> he's way. The, right. he's,
1: the, he's the end. He's at the end, okay?
0: Right. <laughs> so my favorite thing um, about the pen aside from the looks you know, as I was going to say is is the mechanism itself is unlike any like knock mechanism I've used before it has a very interesting feedback which it gets me every time like so most most knocks you can feel like a um a clunk mechanism inside the pen right which is typically like the teeth moving around the plastic of the uh, the refill mm-hmm. But obviously it would have been really difficult for you guys to make that because you wanted to have a wide range of refills that it could take, and you have like the extension system that you include right which allows people to like cut the pl- like plastic tubing that you give so they can use different refills. so it would have been probably been quite difficult so you've obviously sourced out this other method, but it it, it gives like a really like it's obviously it's silent, but it's a soft interesting feedback. Like, the feedback feels really natural. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so difficult for me to, like, really explain it. And it's one of those... <laughs> you just have to it buy feel it. like
1: it... Is it, like, uh, like a cushioned? It, yeah, it feels... Is that the right word?
2: Cushioned, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, cushioned it's by metal. mechanical. Yeah, it's yeah. like a mechanical, <laughs> mechanical cushion or something. Yeah. Cushioned what, by what, metal. What refill are you using,
0: Mike? I'm I'm using the G2. Okay.
2: Because um, I think we... For all the reviewers, we threw a G2 refill in there. Yeah, You should try it uh, with uh, that back plug and a, a parker. Okay, Because when you switch out the spring and the refill, the feel, in my opinion, it's different, but I almost prefer it. It feels smoother and cleaner. Um, not that the other one's not good as well, but um, I'm running a a Schmidt Easy Flow in mine, and I love it.
0: You see, I use the Schmidt Easy Flow in the Render K, mm-hmm. um, and I've been thinking that I should change it, but I do actually really like the way that the G2 writes, mm-hmm. um, and I always have done. I think that there is a reason that the G2 is the most popular pen in the United States, because it is actually a very, very competent gel pen. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um so I've been it's been one of those things where like because I had a refill I've been like no I'm happy with this like this is good cuz <laughs> I forget that it's a G2 right and I'm taken back to how good a refill that is because I'm not I'm not being a pen snob. Yeah. by not wanting to use oh the plastic G two refill So it's it's like how people are like the reason that the high you know, there's so many there's such a culture around the high tech C is because the refill's great but the actual pen like packaging, so like the you know, the, the plastic case that the, the pen the refill comes in typically isn't good. And that's why the there's such a market for creating pens for that right. refills mean Brad, and you've spoken to us about it too, Dan. We've spoke about it so many times. But the interesting thing about the G2 is it's, in my opinion, a superior writing experience. Um, So I've been kind of using that a lot. But I will try that. I need to it's, get the ruler out. And-
2: it's an experience because, well, in the packaging we sent you, we included, I think it was a little black spacer, correct? Yes. Put that, put that in the end with the knock okay. and... Uh, then put your refill with the spring in and you'll be fine. You won't have to make an adapter. Perfect. But I do, That it's interesting. Uh, you, you mentioned refills. Now, because the mechanism has a very specific throw in it, we've found that some of the, quote, you know, Pilot G2 compatible refills, they're slightly different in length. And if they're a little longer, it doesn't work quite right. So, uh... Mike Dudek, the dude over at Clicky Post, he he's actually posted up a couple things and he, uh, about it. But you have to trim down. You take out that little plug at the end and cut it down. But where he's been able to fit like an Energel, um, and a, I'm trying to think of the other ones, but a, quite a few of them. And people constantly email you on Kickstarter. Will it take this refill? Will it take this refill? And we we have to tell them we're not quite sure, because if if the refill isn't manufactured to the same tolerance as the G two, then no. But the good news is, with a, a couple slight modifications, and it's not ideal, but people are hacking all kinds of weird refills into them.
1: Yes. Yeah, so what what other refill do you have? You tried any other refills? Any any specifics that have have worked well? Any that any that you just couldn't get around and couldn't get them to work or anything like that?
2: Um, let's see the first run of pens. Like I said, we sent these all out and they're basically a prototype. And so I tried the, a Mont Blanc roller ball and we were having what felt like some interference. Uh, so what I did was I took, I took one of the front ends and I, I, Put it into a, a a mill and we machined it down so we could see what was going on inside, like a cutaway mm-hmm. view. Mm-hmm. And we think that if we sl- increase the diameter of the the barrel bore, that we can we can accommodate for that. But um, a lot of pens, it seems, are either um, like I would call a Pilot G2 compatible or like a Parker size compatible. Mm-hmm. And so nearly everyone that we've Tried that has been especially a pilot product, or, or even some of the um, the Jetstream refill fit, for example. Yes. Um, and just a lot of these other refills, and so it's kind of exciting because your average. To, I, I don't know. I like to tinker. I'm a. I obviously I old I own an old car, and I like to work with my hands, and so if I want to just drop in a G two refill, I can do that but I can go out and find a more exotic refill. And maybe with a razor blade in 30 seconds, I can put in something that nobody else has and have a different feel.
1: Yeah, I, I think but, that speaks to a lot of us too. <laughs> you know, we <laughs> like to, we all have our favorites and we all want to try to, you know, we have a favorite refill and a favorite barrel. And we want to try to, try to find a way to make them work together.
2: <laughs> or, and that's, and that's why we didn't like, cause I've seen hacks with like, you know duct tape and all kinds of weird stuff and we didn't want that to happen. Um, we include that length of tubing with all our pens but on this one it's kinda of funny because you, if you unscrew the knock mechanism it has this little uh, I don't know what you'd call it like a finger or a piston that sticks out and I've actually cut a couple refills too short and so I just jam that over the end of that mechanism and trim it to length and then it's great because I can use that refill till it wears out and then trim the next one to be the right length and just cut that little piece of plastic off. So it's like a an adapter that you can use over and over again and customize to any refill you want. But it's not, like I said, it's not the most ideal way, but if somebody really wants to get into the nitty-gritty and do something weird, they can do it
1: right cuz you're you're never going to be able to make a pin that can fit everything i mean there's there are limits you know but so right. some of it does does require a little bit of modification to get you know a specific refill but i think going the 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 basic g2 route or the basic parker style route i mean that you you pretty much have to do that and there's so many refills out there nowadays that are really high quality you know if you you know, didn't like the standard g2 or a standard parker mm-hmm. that you can mm-hmm. you can Easily, easily find something to fit in there without any modification and just go. So yeah, that's awesome.
0: So while we've been talking, while you mm-hmm. guys were talking then, um I went and replaced the refill with an easy flow <laughs> 900, nine hundred nine thousand M <laughs> and it does feel really different. Yeah. And what I do you think it, I really like it. I really like it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And I, I guess it's maybe because the spring that I'm using is tighter. Maybe I don't know because you use you like a smaller spring for the yeah. for the refill, right? Because they have the like the long thin refill at the end, so you can use a smaller spring, so it will be tighter mm-hmm. and give more bounce.
2: Yeah, it's it's a slightly different spring pressure, and it's also um, it might have to do with just the way that the barrel interacts with the machining work on the inside of. Uh, the refill interacts with the the machining on the barrel. Um, like I said, we're going to do a couple couple more tweaks, but the idea is to make everything feel, you know, like it was designed that way. And more or less, it was. I picked two re- solid refills and um, designed to accommodate both, and I think we've done a fairly decent job at it.
0: I think you've done a great job.
1: I know. And I can't, I can't wait to get mine. I've, I'm, I'm backed on the, uh, the aluminum, the aluminum version that way it'll, it'll match my render K. It'll match my bolt. I'll have a, I'll have the full set, <laughs> full <laughs> set of, 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 aluminum versions. So, you know, I, I hate to even ask this at the, at the outset of the retract project, because this is such an awesome pin, but you know, do you, What's next for you guys? I mean, do you have do you have something that you've always dreamed of doing, or something you wanted to do, or you know, do you have a you know an an itch that needs to be scratched? That you know, I don't I don't want you to give give away all the trade secrets, but uh, <laughs> the, I, knowing knowing you and you know, we talk a lot, you know, offline and and you know and and through our through our daily lives, and I I know how your your brain works. There's always something going. So what what's what's turning around
2: in that uh, that dome of yours? Right, the hamsters are turning on the wheels. Um, <laughs> no, um, I actually have a, a short list of of what to do next, and it's it's kind of hard. I would like to eventually tackle a fountain pen, but oh boy, I Whoa. need. <laughs> right, so, are you okay?
0: I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't think so. That's yeah. That's that's a. Uh... That's a big thing, but you know that you shouldn't have said that to Why us. Why is that? Well, I mean, now everybody's going to want it. Hey, you?
2: well, that works too. <laughs> no, but I'm I, i I'm kind of an information junkie. Um, and it's kind of the reason I the pen project even came up, because I was, you know, in the first place, the first uh, Render K was because I was trolling the internet for my... Just my information fix, like I do every day, and um, I, I was like, oh yeah, I can, I can do a pen like this. I can do a pen that takes a high tech C, and I did my research, and I've been looking into fountain pens, and fountain pens are a, a tough nut to crack because there's no rhyme or reason or universality of nibs or, or you know, I guess they call them. Uh, Flexies or nails—if they're flexible or stiff—I mean, there's all these things. So it's like, what's the what's the point seven, you know, version of uh, equivalent of a nib that you know everyone could tolerate if we make something. And so that's the nut that I'm trying to crack right now. But yeah, that's that's going to be down the road. I don't know. I have a couple other couple other ideas and refills that I'd like to design a pen around. Because I would like to have a pen that takes a very specific refill so that people who love that refill can have a pen for that. And I don't know. I have a, a list of about five different projects. And one of them is, uh, is also a pencil.
0: Okay. Oh, interesting.
2: Um, <laughs> they're like, oh, that's great. Tom, well, no! See, the pin. thing is, like,
0: the, the, for me and Brad, we feel that the pencil has been fixed. It's been solved and sure. cannot be beaten. Is and in the Kurutoga? Are you familiar with the Kurutoga?
2: The Kurutoga. It's, no. You know, Uniball Kurutoga.
0: You need to look this up because it's, it's an incredible piece of engineering. Um, so it's made by Uniball. And mm-hmm. Regular listeners will know about this. It's Kuru. It's Kuru. K U R U T O G A. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and what this does is, you know, like if you're using a mechanical pencil, yeah, and you're writing with it, and it, the 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 lead or the, the refill will wear down on one end because of the way you hold oh, it. Oh,
2: right? it's it's an automatic. Um, yeah, it's a lead I rotation.
0: Ah, uh, that's that's a
2: touchy thing with me because I. Uh, I'm just getting into fountain pens, like I said. And I just bought... I was We were out to dinner, and we were right by a Staples, and so I grabbed some of the cheap throwaway fountain pens because I'd never tried them before. And the problem that I had to get over is because I come from a fine art and design background is I unconsciously turn my writing instruments as I use them. Absolutely. So if something does that for me, it it's a it's a different weird. feel yeah right Now we've
1: right. talked we've talked about that a lot since the pencil came out and some people can't use it because they can't stop twisting it in their hands and actually when I reviewed it you know I had to make a you know I made a point of you know, making sure the mechanism worked, I had to force myself to not spin it in my hand as I'm (laughs) writing. You know, it's just, it's a natural thing. You know, we've been doing this for decades. You know, it's a natural thing. It's hard to stop. It's, you don't even realize you're doing it until you're told not to do it. And then it's like, oh my (laughs) God, I can't even write. (laughs) But yeah, but it's, um, you know, I'm going to have to try it though, because, um, but functionally it works. It's, it works perfectly it, it's, it's pretty it's amazing it's astounding
0: it's one of those things that i can show people that don't really care much for this stuff and they're like oh wow that's that's more interesting than i thought it would be you know right because well, it, it, it is very very interesting that they that they well, someone came up with it and two implemented it so flawlessly in a relative i mean you can pick one is up for seven dollars fifty mm-hmm. like it's it's you know it's, it's cheap for what it does yeah, they'll right. have it at
1: sta- They'll have it at Staples or Target. You know, just yeah. the base, the basic model. Then there's some higher end models you can you can pick up online. All right, but, that'll uh, be my
2: homework this week.
1: But. They, they started they started making them, uh, mass producing them because I think it went so well. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, Say, is there uh, anything that that you guys can ahead. think of that you would do? see? I, I always ask everybody because mm-hmm. I mentioned the fountain pen, and that's. Because nobody, I work in a machine shop. I mean, these mm-hmm. guys never had never used anything besides a a, a big pen. Um, for since we started making our own, now everybody at works carrying around a copper pen. <laughs> um, and um, when I when I mentioned the fountain pen and Mike's reaction, that to me is very interesting because I, I'm kind of in a bubble, um, mm-hmm. and I'm not even a huge pen fanatic. I love objects because I'm a designer, and so. Um, now I have to put more thought Thanks a lot Mike. Now I have no to-
0: problem.
1: <laughs> well for, a for me if you that. want if you want a suggestion from me and I haven't yes. seen it done just like on on well doesn't mean it's not out there but I mean you like you'll find other fountain pen projects on Kickstarter but yes. I haven't seen I haven't seen anything for a good quality mini pen you know just a pocket uh, carry along the lines of like Mike's Fisher Space Pen mm-hmm. that you know people can throw with their field notes and mm-hmm. and you know have some variables around that I don't know I don't I have a perfect design in mind. Yeah. That,
2: yeah, I think that's number two on my list.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I'm a I'm a big mini pin guy. I like the carry. I like the pocket carry and, and that whole EDC type of um, yes. type of pin. I think that would is something different that really hasn't been. You know, there there's been a few options out there, but it's just something that's really, really well done and really. I hate to use the word minimal, but just you know (laughs) a real simple, simple but high quality mini pen.
0: And there's a thing, a thing for me like, uh, in this is it's an engineering difficulty is there are so few of these pens. But so there's a pen that that Brad loves that I loved called the Pilot Vanishing Point, which mm -hmm. is a retractable fountain pen.
2: Yes, that is the holy grail yeah. of, of pen design, I think.
0: So the problem with that pen um, for me, and it seems like all there, there are only two or three retractable fountain pens that we've been able to come across, is the clip for the pen is placed in the writing area. Yes. Um, and I don't really know why they make this. Well, I guess they make this choice because then the ink won't run. Yes, exactly, clip, yes, That's why. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I, what I would like to see is a retractable fountain pen without that clip. Because the problem for me, I don't know if it's because I'm left-handed or whatever, but I cannot hold those pens comfortably because with the way that I grip the pen, um, mm. the clip is always in an awkward position underneath my finger um Ooh. so as much as i do love as a piece of engineering the vanishing point to the point where i keep it in my pen case even though i don't use it anymore um because it's like a work of art right but i don't use it because it's uncomfortable to use and and like there's another one called the is what's what's the name of the Lamy's the dialogue the dialogue, dialogue three, three. It's mm. the same and it has the clip there. And again, I mean, I just worked out as I was talking about because I never really thought too much about why it was like that before. It's because then you're not clipping it upside down. Mm-hmm. But I would like to just see one without that. Um, so then I can right. use it again.
1: Yeah, and I haven't used the dialogue, but what I've, and I've almost bought one several times. And what I'm finding when I'm reading the reviews about it is what, Pilot seems to have solved with the vanishing point that the Lamy does not do as good a job with is the uh, is the trap door mechanism it's to where to eye keep eye. the nib keep the nib from drying out right since you're not doing it sealing it with a cap there's a tendency for the nib to dry out well Pilots got that open space more on lockdown it seems than all the reviews i'm reading about the Lamy like i've i've had it in shopping carts and then i just can't get over the repeated reviews of you know this pen dries out this pen dries out and, you know i've set it down for an hour and now i can't write with it and it's over and over and over i think that's almost more of the challenge than the knock piece of you know the 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 knock mechanism would be i would think because you know if your pens just going to be sitting out in open air it's going to dry out and that's the biggest challenge in my mind
0: yeah that little trap door is is as an impressive feat of engineering as the fact that it is a retractable fountain pen right it's it's the first time you see it and it's difficult to see i think you took a quite good photo of it didn't you
1: i tried it's it's hard especially with the especially with the black matte version if i think if i had a chrome tip i could probably see it do a better picture it wouldn't be so dark you could probably see it better, yeah. and I, you know, I've hel- I've held the Lamy. I don't I don't I don't remember exactly what it looks like. You know, looking up through it, but that seems to be a, a recurring theme with the with the dialogue. So I think that's almost more of a challenge than the actual the knock mechanism itself to to eject the tip. So who knows? So we can, we can put that in Dan's book. So that's that's <laughs> going to be Dan Dan's next pen is a retractable fountain pen. Oh, you hey. oh no! <laughs> No, just my kidding. problem I'm is just kidding.
2: I get when I get something like that. My problem is I want to tear it to pieces to find out how it works, no doubt. And so it's it's very tempting, and I mean, and that's very much how you know Bill at work, the the owner is. He's not afraid to tear anything apart. So you get something like that, and I, you know, I'll look at it and say, "Oh, look at this awesome." You know whatever it is, and he's like, "Oh, let's tear it apart," and he just tears <laughs> it apart. And I feel like I just, you know, you know, killed somebody's puppy or something. Like I feel horrible afterwards, but in the in the, in the name of progress, it, it seems to work. Yeah, but, I
1: think so. I mean, I guess you I, I don't
2: the, the yeah. I I I don't know. I have lots. I have lots of ideas and twists on on some things, and some of them, like you said, a pencil. If you can do something, it might just be an exercise in aesthetics. But uh, I think eventually, um, whether or not those things are, are going to be successful, you know, who knows. But as a follow-up, I think it would be nice because people have asked us, can you do like a set? You know, do you guys do sets of stuff? So with the Render K and the Retract and I don't know, maybe a pencil, who knows? If you had something that looked on your desk, they all looked like they belonged. Um because don't we all just want to belong in the end, really? <laughs>
0: That's so right.
2: um, I don't know. There's lots of stuff, and I might pick your both of your guys' brains a little bit off the air, but uh, uh, for the next one, I want to do something different, and uh, what that ends up being is, is going to be a surprise to me and everyone else because I'm still working on it, so who knows?
1: Well, good. I think. Uh, I mean, if history is is any indicator, I think we would all be uh, anxious anxious to see what's next on the on the table from uh, you and from Keras Customs. Because uh, I think I think the retract. You know, I don't have it in my hands, but I think it's probably going to be the best one yet, in in my humble opinion. But uh, we'll we'll see. I'll I'll get it in hand, and and we'll see how it goes. But um, it's it looks incredible. Um, Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's it's fantastic looking, and uh, I'm I'm anxious to see how this uh, this project uh, finishes out. I think it'll be, I mean, it already is, but I think it's going to be just a huge success for you guys.
2: Yeah, uh, us. Me too. I just it's when it's over, it's going to be kind of nice because you know every day like you wake up, you check you check it. You're like, oh, how what's it up to? You know, every day you're you're you know dancing around on eggshells trying to figure out you know where it's going to be and. I've just taken to not looking at it because (laughs) it stresses me out so bad. Um, But, yeah, it's quite the ride. If you've never, it's a a unique experience to put something on Kickstarter, to have something just out in the open, and then you're on just a timer, and it just goes, and you just, you know, it's like rolling a a boulder down a hill. You don't know where it's going to end up or what's going to happen, but it's exciting to watch and nerve-wracking at the same time. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And
1: and before we before we wrap, I just wanted to make a comment on uh, another show on the on the five x five network um, called the Frequency that Dan Benjamin and uh, Hattie do. Um, I guess this was yesterday,
0: Mike. It was yesterday.
1: Um, yeah. Just uh, out of the blue, I saw it. I didn't have anything to do with it. Uh, they picked the retract as their Kickstarter project of the week on the Frequency. So we'll we'll include nice. that link on there. It was pretty cool, and they actually got uh, they actually ended up calling Mike at the end of the show and. He told them that we were going to have you on. Uh, we had already had you booked on our on our show to do this interview. So uh, it's funny how the the timing worked on that. That caught me off guard. So that was pretty cool. Excellent. All right. All right. So I think uh, Dan, unless you got anything else, I think uh, I think it's
0: a wrap, guys. But well, Dan, and, uh, Dan, why don't you tell people where they can where they can find you?
2: Um, you can find uh, the retract on Kickstarter. Uh, if you search, uh, just search for retract with a K instead of a C, and or you can go to our website uh, to find a link, and that's uh, karascustoms.com, K-A-R-A-S, and customs with a
0: K. Awesome. And uh, Brad is at penaddict.com. He is at dowdy, D-O-W-D-Y on Twitter. I am at imike, I-M-Y-K-E. We will be back next week on the Pen Addict um, do we have another guest next week, sir?
1: We do have another guest next week. We, Three in a row. Should we keep it Trispecta. a secret for now? Or yeah. Would, yeah.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, we'll keep
1: it secret for now. But um, <laughs> okay. but I think it's going to be one of these episodes where I'll probably post ahead of time and get some feedback going into it, if you will. Sounds. So like, yeah, sounds we'll, like a we'll good keep idea. it. We'll keep it on the down low for now because I, I need to do a little bit of work around it. So, so yeah,
0: keep your eye on penaddict dot com for that. Yep. Yep. Brilliant. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Panatic Podcast. I'm Mike. He's Brad, and the other one was Dan. And until next time, bye-bye.
1: bye bye. Bye. Bye.